Hello, Black Healing Matters family. This is Danielle here at the Black Healing Matters podcast, where we offer you ideas to hopefully move you one step closer to your healing. And today is no different because you know what it is. It's Thursday. And on Thursdays, we catch somebody in the act of doing the right things. Yes, it's doing the right things Thursday. And today is amazing because I'm really excited because I have a guest here who I have actually been following for a while. I've been like kind of stalking her, you know, on Facebook. <laughs> and, you know, and I, you know, honestly, I, I'm pretty exclusive about who I, I bring on to this show. And trust me, our guest today, she definitely far exceeds the standard of excellence that we have set here because I've watched her, like I said, I've kind of been, you know, like in the bushes watching <laughs> uh, what she's doing and, you know, it's just her heart and the, the communities that she's a part of and the respect that she garners and just what she's putting out into the universe. I knew that she was somebody that could really bring value to our community. So who am I talking about today? I am talking about Miss Shu Halegra. That's right. Of Grace and Hope Consulting LLC, which is a board and she's a board certified Christian counselor, a certified cognitive behavioral group therapist, a certified trainer for person centered thinking, and a certified supports broker. She has over a decade of experience working within human services, providing counseling, case management, and job coaching to individuals affected by mental health challenges intellectual and developmental differences, addictions, homelessness, and single parenting. Shu completed a master's of arts degree in human services at Liberty University and an advanced diploma in biblical counseling at Light University. She also holds a postgraduate certific certificate in rehabilitation counseling from Utah State University. So without further ado, Black Healing Matters family, I bring to you the one and only Miss Shu Halegra. Are you there, Miss Shu? I'm right here. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so glad that you're here to join us. You know, we've been yeah. kind of going back and forth and trying to set up this time. And so I'm just really glad that it worked out with our schedules. I know you're super busy. So if you don't mind, can we jump right into it? Oh, please go ahead. <laughs> All right. So I, I just want to know right now, what are you working on? What are you excited about right now? So right now I am working on a five-week um, group counseling program that called your five step to emotional wellness and that's starting March 1st uh, and it goes for five weeks and during those five weeks we talk about we start with taking your mental health um, temperature or to see where you are and then looking at your triggers and after we um, look what your triggers are we build a toolbox that's very individualized for you to identify what tools you need to address your triggers. Then we look at how uh, you can deal with things that are out of your control. And the last week, the fifth week, then we look at strategies to kind of maintain the emotional wellness that you achieved during the five weeks. So that's coming up March 1st, and I'm excited about that. So that's kind of what I'm working on right now. Awesome. Wow. And that's coming up right around the corner. So Black Healing Matters yes. family, you get a chance to, to jump on the bandwagon, man. It, this is this sounds really great, actually. 
I know that so many of us struggle with those taking those steps. And so mm-hmm. you said it's over five weeks, right? Yeah, and we, we meet once a week online. Um, so that it's an online version, also face-to-face version. Um, so it's once a week online in the evening. Um, I'll share how to get to the information later at the end, but um, for just for, for an hour. Um, so you're committing face, you know, to do the live time one hour a week, and then there's homework. You know, you, you need to complete in between sessions. Nice, nice. I, I can see how that could be really beneficial. And so how did you come about developing this program, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, sure. So a lot of people that I work with, a lot of people that I encounter, often will say, well, I don't have a mental health diagnosis. I'm not, I don't really, you know, I have a diagnosis, so I don't need the help, but I still struggle with X, Y, and Z. I still struggle just, I have days where I'm up, some days I'm down, I get irritated easily, but I still don't need it. No, I don't think I need a counselor, like one-on-one counseling session. And then those people benefit from this type of program because they can actually, you know, just learn tools to achieve the emotional wellness they need to, for day-to-day stuff. You know, so it's, it's, you know, it's for everyone. We all need to be healthy emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And yeah. often we neglect that emotional piece. You know, we just feel because I don't have a diagnosis, I don't need to take care of, you know, my mood swings, for example. Or I don't need to take you know, care of, you know, not having boundaries. You know, that can be a trigger for stress. Yeah. You know, so this group, like we, we just, I, we tailor, um, most people that attend the group or people are struggling with stress and anxiety, you know, anxiety and depression, but it's pretty much for any emotions. And even when you don't feel like you maybe are struggling emotionally, but you want to learn those tools so that you prepare for when an emotional crisis happens in your life. Right, right. Because it will happen, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, as they say, the, it, the storm, it rains on all of us, right? <laughs> right? Exactly. And we need the tools to be able to address that and be prepared for those moments. Absolutely. That's brilliant. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know you, your, your bio is extremely impressive. I mean, you're, you're yeah. certified everything. Okay. So that's really, that's really amazing. Um, and so I, I, obviously I know you've worked with uh, so many different people from different walks of life, different ages, different backgrounds and all that. Uh, but specifically, you know, this is the Black Healing Matters podcast. So mm-hmm. when working, you know, specifically with your clients who are Black, African-American or, you know, of, of, all, of African descent in any way, mm-hmm. what are some of the, the, the things that you find they struggle with maybe uh, with in regards to their emotional wellness? I think first just starting that conversation, mm-hmm. you know, in our culture, we tend to keep matters locked behind closed doors. You know, what happens behind closed doors stays there. You know, these are family matter. This is what happened at home. Nobody needs to know, but we cannot heal if we keep hiding things under the, pushing things under the rug. So we know we need to start that conversation, find, you know, a mentor, find a counselor, find a life coach, find, you know, friends you trust and start the that conversation about the emotional wellness you know it might doesn't have to you don't have to wait until you're in crisis in order to run to a counselor you know and again be proactive because by then yes you know this work can still be done but the damage is also done and the work become even harder yeah you know so it's starting that conversation i think for no culture we just need to be open to talk about emotional wellness and stop you know looking at things as taboos there's you know it's part of life you know, it's okay to talk about our feelings. It's okay to talk when we're mad, you know, to even use that language. Right now, I feel mad. I remember somebody state that, then somebody act on it, and then hurt everybody else in the process. 
right? Mm -hmm. But we tend to act on our feelings and not give ourselves the time and the space to process, you know? Mm -hmm. So let's start there. Let's start talking about it, processing it, labeling our feelings. It's okay. Let's say, I'm sad, you know? And as black women, especially, we want to feel like we have to carry the whole world on our shoulders. You know, we have to be tough. That's what a strong black woman is. No, that is not healthy. In the long run, we need to realize that it is okay to talk about, you know, when we're vulnerable. It's okay to be vulnerable and talk about, you know, times where we are feeling stressed, we are feeling worn out or, you know, overwhelmed. It's okay to talk about it. Because when we talk about those things, it kind of loses power mm-hmm. because then you're kind of getting that power, power back. You know, you are in charge when you start talking about those things that debilitate, debilitates you. But you cannot heal if you don't talk about it. So let's start there. Wow, that is so true. We, we've actually, you know, talked about that and really echoed that sentiment quite a lot here on, mm-hmm. on, this, on this podcast uh, in regards to being open. And so yes. when, you, when you say being open, at least opening these conversations, do you have any uh, kind of, I guess, venues or outlets in mind that, you know, people could begin to, op- where people could begin to open these conversations? Mm-hmm. I think start like dep- it depends on guess, it depends on where you are in that state. Like just like with what I was saying with the group, kind of taking your temperature at the beginning, right? Some people might just need a support group. And there's a lot of local support groups. If you look online, like with NAMI.org, and there's mental health associations that have a lot of support group around. If you know you're maybe struggling with depression or something to, to that to that of that nature. And sometimes maybe you're a caregiver and there's a lot of support groups for caregiver people with cancer, people with, you know, different type of illnesses. So finding a community where you can go and openly share what you're going through. It, you know, healing happens in community. Please don't isolate when you're struggling. That it's just, it won't do you any good. Um, so I say start there, you know, start looking for even groups on Facebook. You know, some, that's a good place to start as well. And if you need more than just a group, then take a step farther. You know, do you need a mentor? Do you need a counselor? Do you need a life coach? And all those three people you know, do different things. They all help you towards healing, but for different um, strategies per se. And it depends what you're dealing with. And you know, if someone needs to kind of needs help identifying what they actually need, that, you know, I'll share my contact at the end. We can talk about it. But don't walk this journey alone. We're not meant to be, you know, living life alone or struggling alone and there's no healing when we're trying to do it alone healing happens in community yes that's beautiful healing happens in community i hope you're hearing this black healing matters family and that's you know that's honestly that was really one of my motivations for uh starting this podcast and really making it a community and that's why i always refer to you as black healing matters family because i do want you to feel like this is a community this is a place you can come and, and be heard and, of, co- of course, also receive good stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. I, you mentioned something, uh, Shu, that is that's really, um, really important, I think. And you said that there's a, there's a difference between a mentor, a life coach, and I believe you said therapist. I'm not sure. Counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, you, can you just kind of lightly touch on what is the difference sure. between those? Because I don't think most people are honestly familiar. Sure, sure. So with uh, also with counselor, so often people when you see counseling in you know, psychotherapy, you're dealing with past issues that are still affecting your present. So if you dig deeper, going back towards the, you know, the past, healing from past trauma, past you know 
pain and trying to figure out how to you know coping skills to address the present. Um, when you, you know, and often that's it's more like a medical model where you know people are given a diagnosis and they're trying to you know create a treatment plan and work for that. Um, and in general, that's kind of how counseling works. And um, the, then with a life coach, they're taking you from where you are now to where you want to go next. Okay, and it doesn't. It has to be with any. It doesn't have to be with mental health. It can be anything in life in general. Whatever goals you have, there's coaches for any, everything in life nowadays. But if, wherever you are now and where you're trying to get to, and a mentor usually it's someone who walk already walked the path that you're trying to go on, on that journey, and then they're kind of they also coach you on the on that on the way, but they've already been there. So become more like kind of building partner who has experience in what you're trying to achieve. And then there's some of us, like for me, for example, I do the Christian counseling and, you know, I do some consulting as well. So I kind of mesh a lot of the counseling and the uh, life coaching um, because I don't, you know, I, I, I see healing differently. Maybe I don't like the medical model as much. I mean, it has its place. I don't you know. I don't take that lightly. It has its place. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if we only focus on what is broken, what is not working, then we don't help people achieve a meaningful life in the future. Mm. So uh, yes, I go like with when I work with people, I look in the back, I look in the past, you know, how did we get here? We want to go back and try to heal from that trauma, heal from that pain. But then I want to give people the skills they need, the toolbox, you know, help them create a toolbox to help them achieve a better future. And I tell all my clients, your goal, your goal for coming and working with me is that so you can fire me. And that, <laughs> that is what, if once you fire me, then I know I, I achieved my goal. Yeah. You know, I achieve my goal for therapy. I achieve my goal for counseling, and I know you achieve your goal too. Because I mean, you you have all you're equipped to deal with what what future uh, what come you know, what lays ahead. So it kind of meshes a little bit of the counseling and the life coaching. And I and I think a lot of people like that model because they don't they don't feel like they're patient per se. They're an individual that are trying to achieve a better life for themselves. And I walk with them on that journey giving them the tools they need, matching, you know, matching the psychology piece of it, but also the life coaching to help them, you know, have a more fulfilling life. Yeah, that's brilliant. That is brilliant. Uh, I think that you're right. No, nobody wants to be a patient, you know, or be dependent forever on, yeah. you know, on, on anyone, whether it be a counselor or any kind of, you know, anybody really. Um, so I think that's brilliant that you give people the tools. So, that they can help themselves, essentially. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. It's beautiful. Wow. Great. Okay. Wow. So thank you so much for all of that. That's, <laughs> You're welcome. That's real. That's beautiful. Uh, with, with the program that you have coming up, will you also, you'll be working with people to, like you said, equip them with mm -hmm. these that you're talking about and exactly really quickly like can you kind of touch on when you say tools i mean i know you're not talking about physical tools i assume but when you say tools what do you mean by that okay so in um we use like in emotional wellness or mental health as well we use the term tools to um talk about coping strategies so just like, you know, I often use this analogy, you wouldn't use your vacuum cleaner to go mow the grass outside, right? <laughs> so once you know your wow. trigger, you want to have the exact you know, tool to help you address that. Mm -hmm. So for some people, maybe being, having too much to do um, creates lots of stress for them. So then maybe a tool for them, it's to, you know, better time management. 
you know, prioritizing. Um, so that's why it's very personalized because everybody, you know, have different triggers and every, everyone has different triggers. And even for the people who have the same triggers, we don't necessarily address them the same way. You know, time management looks different for everyone. You know, what works for me might not work for you, right? So that's why you need to have your own toolbox <laughs> to make sure that when you have this trigger that's happening, you can pull out your toolbox and you know exactly what you're working on. Mm-hmm. For like clients that come to see me uh, in the office, like face to face, I actually buy those plastic bins and you know, just to kind of represent, represent that physical toolbox. And I say, this is your emotional toolbox. So one needs to go in here. And mm-hmm. we pull like index cards. You know, they have an index card for like when they're frustrated, what, what the, the solution will be for them, what has worked for them in the past or something we, we've tried together and they know this worked. So they have a little index card that reminds them of that. Because when you're in that moment where you're really feeling down or stressed or overwhelmed, your brain honestly is not always quick to think about the strategies. So you want to have it somewhere already, ready. You know, it's ready there and you can just pull out and look at it and it's like, you don't have to think about it anymore. And yeah. in that box, also, we put small things, like people who likes to color. We'll put a coloring book, you know, adult coloring book and, and, and um, colored pencils in there. People like to listen to music. We'll put an index card with their favorite, uh, favorite songs, and they already have that playlist saved on their phone. So mm-hmm. it's a matter of being proactive. You know, mm-hmm. life is stressful, period. It doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have, what's your background. I mean, life is stressful. So mm-hmm. if you wait for stress to happen so you can address it, you know, you're not being proactive. And again, like I said, by then you, you know, you, the damage is already done and you're kind of, you know, doing you know, crisis mode and you don't want to be living your life from crisis to crisis. You know, want to be proactive about those things. So that's why when you have a toolbox and you make that a routine, I tell people, make it a routine. Just like you, we only have to brush our teeth every day, right? So mm-hmm. even if you get to bed, out of bed at 10, eventually you're going to go to the, the bathroom and brush your teeth. Because you're, even when you don't do it, like your body's used to brushing your teeth every day, your brain is used to that, you know, to that routine. So it kind of craves it, it reminds you, because like, oh, there's something I didn't do today. Oh, yeah, I don't like that taste in my mouth. I'm not going to go to the bathroom and brush your teeth, right? So right. if you make part of your, what you have in your toolbox, your emotional wellness toolbox, as we call it, you know, those coping skills that you have, if it's, you know, med- med- meditation, if it's prayer, if it's talking to a friend, if it's journaling, uh, going for a walk, you know, listening to music, you know, exercising, doing yoga, you know, doing Zumba, whatever it is that, you know, fuels you and kind of gets all those good hormones, you know, running for you again and, you know, elevates your mood. In, that's, that's what I'm talking about, you know, your toolbox. Those, those are the tools you need to achieve emotional wellness. And start making it a routine. You know, each day do one or two of them. And be, when it becomes a routine, it's more preventive. You know, just like if your car has gas in it all the time, then most likely you will be running out of gas. But we don't live our lives, our emotional lives that way. We just think, well, when I run out of gas emotionally, I'll just deal with it then. Again, by then, your car is already broke down, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so be proactive. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Yes. Wow. That's so powerful. You know, I hope you're listening to this Black Healing Matters family. I really hope you're hearing Shu when she talks about this toolboxing because I honestly, I've personally dealt with this. I've had to develop my own emotional mm-hmm. toolbox to be able yeah. to just keep going and bouncing back. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and like you said, it's not always obvious, you know, even though we know these things, even though we have the, 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 you know, the information, 
it's not always easy when you're in the heat of, of, you know, of conflict or in the heat of, you know, of an emotion to right. cut and go to a tool, right? And then stop and, right. Right? and go to, yeah. so, so, you know, the app on your phone or something, but it's through training and repetition of actually yes. reaching into that toolbox during that time of stress, of emotional duress. That's, that's when you, that's when you create those, those, that, re, that uh, reaction, you know, it becomes more like a, re, a reaction than it's just something you have to physically, you know, have to think about, you know, and uh, use your will to do. So that's brilliant. I never thought of it that way, but thank you so much. That's amazing. You're welcome. <sighs> wow. Oh man. I don't want this to end. <laughs> I know. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> but you, I know it's, late there is late night where you are so we're gonna let you go but before we let you go before we cut you mm -hmm. loose we gotta find out please let the black healing matters family know where they can get in contact with you how they can maybe take part in your program or that you have mm -hmm. coming up here soon please let us know okay so um my website is graceandhopeconsulting.com and and written out a n d so graceandhopeconsulting.com. Um, on there, you'll find everything about me and what I'm doing and my email and my phone number. Um, but also a lot of the programs that I'm offering, like the group, um, the online group program, is also on my Facebook page. So facebook.com forward slash graceandhopeconsulting. Um, and on there also, you like I said, you'll find the groups and the dates and all the events that I'm doing is on there. I also do webinars, like you know, one hour, two hour workshops every once, every once in a while. So those are all, are all always on there as well. But yeah, I please keep in touch. If I can be of assistance, you know, I, I love to serve a community because we need, we, we need this. And often we, we neglect it so much that it's, it's not good for us. It's not good for the next generation. Like what are we teaching them, you know? And, we, we need to we need to do this take care of our emotions so that we can be healthy and emotionally present with the people who matter to us yeah that's so true thank you so much mm -hmm. first yeah really i want to say thank you to you for doing what you do you know there are not too many people especially black women in this space um who are really providing this type of service and healing mm -hmm. to other people so Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. It's my pleasure. My and on pleasure. that note, <coughs> excuse me. I'm recovering here. <laughs> well, on that note, Black Healing Matters family, I love you. Stay blessed. And as always, Black Healing Matters. Hello, hello, Black Healing Matters community, and thank you so much, Danielle. I was just hopping in here to say thank you. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for creating a safe place for all of us to share about matters, things that matters to us, about issues that matters to the Black community. And thank you. Thank you for being the leader of such a great movement. And Thank you for being the great person you are. I, it's been a blessing to get to know you and, you know, talking with you and connecting with you. So keep up the good work. We're all grateful for having you. Thank you, Danielle.